Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of All Talk Soul Speaks. It's your girl April G, and today I have a very special guest. One of my, well, my favorite person in the whole entire world. The whole entire world. The whole entire world. The whole entire world. world. Yes, yeah, she loves me so much. Are it's you my, sure about that? Yes. Okay. It's my big sister Ebony. Hello, everybody. How welcome, are you? Ebony. Welcome, Thank you. welcome. Thank you. It's long overdue. Much so. You're here. Today. Why are you so proper? What are we talking about today, sis? I yeah, that's I'm that's just, what we doing. Like, I'm just talking. Okay, so we start off first. Thank you for being a guest. We go over our R and B moves for the week. So for yes. me, for me, I'm gonna let you go first. So my um, R and B move for the week is Rick James and Tina Marie, Fire and Desire. That's Old one of my all time classic. Classic, classic faves. Oh, God. So, I, I don't know. I just be feeling it when it just do something to my soul, just the way they sing. If you guys have never watched their live concert, make sure you go to YouTube, type their name in, look up that video. And when I tell you, they look like they was making love on the stage. They, they probably was. They, they look like they was high as hell. It's Rick James, bitch. Rick James, bitch. Yes. <laughs> so, you, so, you, already, you know. already know what they was doing. Okay, okay, okay. So that's that's my whole school fave for today. So that's your R&B move? That's my R&B move. That's it? Um, Another one that's special to my heart is going to be um my wedding song. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, my God. My wedding song by Keep Sweat. Wow. Okay. That's so crazy. No more daddies, little girl. Oh god. <laughs> That's gonna be my, my That's second. Your second. That's gonna be my second one. But like how how do they relate to you like this week? Like, have you been going through it or those are just your joints that just bring you through it? No, so basically, like I was saying, Rick James and Tina Marie. Just I love old school music. You know, growing up in a house with mommy and daddy mm, Bill, like we used to have to get dressed up. Daddy Bill used to dress us up in his suits. <laughs> he was in a band back in the day. And he used to try to make us play the instruments. Yes, he used to have us play the instruments. Yeah. So music has always been near and dear to my soul. Yeah. So I just I love I'm not against the new music. They just need to do better. Yes. But I'm so much in love with old school R and B. I got you. I got it's you. It's soulful. It's clean. Even though they was talking dirty to you, but you really you, you had, had to, to listen. You had to you had to know. Okay. And, and read between the lines. I got you. Exactly. Okay, so I am been dubbed righteous righteously ratchet. Okay. Meaning I got a righteous side okay. and then I got a ratchet We're side. Do, everybody do. So when it comes to music, like this week, everything that I've been going through. Okay. Um it's not, I don't even know if, I don't even know if it's a song, but it's from a soundtrack. Okay. Um, from Jesus, I just went blank and I'm looking at it in my head and he's a pimp. Well, it's the song, Whoop That Trick. Whoop, whoop that trick. Get him, oh, whoop that trick. From Yes, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow, okay. yes. So yes. from Hustle and Flow, that's how I feel this week. That's like R&B? No, I just call it that. That's oh, just okay. my title. Okay. Because okay. everybody steals everything. You got to kind of be original. So okay, that's just my I title. But it's anything. But that's 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 that like my the, ratchet. That was the joint, though. That's my ratchet. Whoop that what trick. trick. Get him. Whoop that trick. So that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That, that's like my ratchet. Oh, oh, oh. Like, there's another one. Don't that. test me. 
uh, um, 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 uh, it's all right out here for a pimp. That yeah, a, but that's Taraji. That was Taraji. And he yeah, was yeah, 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 pimping her. Yeah, but that's not how her. he was. He was in love with her, but he was pimping her too. Okay, yeah, he pimped yeah, her. You know, he pimped the her. The white snow bunny was the pimp. No, they no. all was hope. Yeah, anyway, you're right, you're right. And, <laughs> but he just was in love with her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He made her the bottom bitch. Yes. Yeah. So has anybody been a bottom bitch out there before? Oh, question. Question. Raise your hand. Right. Silently in your car, <laughs> in your house, at the hairdresser, wherever you Where, are. Wherever you're listening to, please tune let in. us know. Let you us know. know. You can email alltalksoulspeak at gmail.com, Instagram, Facebook, let us know. Say that again, sis. Where? All Talk Soul Speaks at gmail.com, right. Instagram, Facebook, and we have a website, y'all, alltalksoulspeaks.com. You yes. can hit us up there as well. My baby sister um, thing. That's um, what I'm talking listen, about. Listen, moving and grooving. Mommy left the legacy. We got to pick it up. Exactly. So that's my ratchet. Mm-hmm. My righteous uh-huh. for this week, I don't have, but I do have. Okay, I do have a song, cause my heartstrings has been like being pulled on. Okay, like jagged edge, gotta be. Oh like, yeah, I gotta be the, the one you love, yes. or whatever. I don't oh, know no. the words. I, I gotta, gotta be the one you love. Yeah, I gotta be the one to feel like it's sunshine. You know I can't sing. And all my listeners know that I will break glass and still keep singing. She I don't care. Sing all her life. Music. God just didn't bless me with that. But it's so okay. We love we just vocal. Yeah. I, I got a big voice. Yeah, I like to talk. It yeah. is what it is. And so I to, And I love to talk. So that's what it is. But that those are my two songs. Like part of me, like, yo, um, I'm stop playing. I need you need to come get me before somebody else scoop me up. No, sir. I don't want nobody else to scoop me up. She but I kind of right need now. a little bit of love. Like nothing, I'll give you Yeah. No, nah, you love. can't give me that. Not love that sexual love, but, nah, I'll give you but that's the love I need. I can give you okay. Well, I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna scratch. But you 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 my best. Sister. No, sister. Oh God, no! We are not going into color purple, Ebony. No, no, we gotta do that. You know, we're not doing sugar silly. <laughs> sister, I'm not doing it with you. Nope. See, 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 see. You know I can't do that. That's my song. And shout out, sh- shout out to um our big brother Carl because he always <laughs> sing that song to us. Oh yes, he loves us. That, yes. Well, they know him as Babu. Shout out to Babu. Yes, they know Babu. They know about all of y'all because. I got a big mouth. Anyway, mm-hmm. they know about the Ennis Creations. Yes, the Ennis Creations is up and coming. So yes, it's coming. But that is our RB moves for the week. Yes. So today, my sister has been talking about this since I started this podcast. She was like, Are we doing I want to go on. I want to go on. Yeah, we're doing it. We're getting into the meat, the bones, the potatoes. Okay. And she was like, I want to talk about generational curses yes because it's real and a lot of people don't believe that it is real so we are going to talk about generational curses this episode but before we get into that i'm going to um i did my research and i'm going to give y'all the definition of what a generational curse is if i could uh talk properly that would be amazing so it says according to the gospel coalition a generational curse describes the cumulative effect on a person of things that their ancestors did believed or practiced in the past Mm -hmm. and a consequence of an ancestor's actions beliefs and sins are being passed down yes so that is what the episode uh definition Definition. see my words i told y'all and i I haven't been drinking yet i promise just water 
um of what a generational curse is. So Ebony, yes, baby. You want to talk about generational curses? I need you to get into the bones of it for me. Like, do so I'm gonna just start with random questions. Do you feel like our family has generational curses? Okay, so yes, most definitely. I do feel like our family has been passed down um a lot of different generational curses. Um uh and it and affected it affects Look, I haven't been drinking. I've been drinking water. It affects some of us mm -hmm. um, more so than others in our family. Okay. More so, I've noticed growing up from a small small child that it affects the woman the most. Okay. Um, one of my big, big, my big, bigger, my older cousins, should I say? Um, actually, she brought this to my attention a while back, which I already knew, but we, we were talking about it. And um, she seems to believe, just like I do as well, but I didn't know she felt this way. Um, she seems to believe that um, from our grandmother, Eula, mm -hmm. and her sisters, mm -hmm. um, when they were younger, in their younger days, for some strange reason, she believes that there was a, a, a group or a person, um, because they're very beautiful women, very beautiful Black women. They still mm -hmm. are. Rest in peace, Grandma, Auntie Frankie, and Cecilia still living. Um, but they're very beautiful um, women, mm -hmm. um, very curvaceous mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And she seems to believe or feels that um, someone did something to them, like or put, put, something, put, put on something on them mm. that caused some type of pain or torment to, towards the woman in our family. And just thinking about all the things that not just I've been through, you've mm -hmm. been through, we, what we saw our mommy go through, our grandmother, mm -hmm. our aunts, and everything, it's just it, it just can't be coincidental. Okay, it can't be coincidental for for the things, the type of things that. But, has, okay, that I got you. Occurred. I understand. So for me, I think our family has a. I'm going to call it a generational curse only because that's how I feel. But it's like secrecy. Yes. Secrecy is a bad curse in this family. Yes. Like if you are not in the immediate, you won't know. And if you find out about it later, it's like, well, we are family. How come we didn't know? Exactly. And then they look at you like, well, everything's hush -hush. everything is hush hush swept, swept under, the under the rug unless it happens to you for you around you or if it affects you and that's really bad because we're family so we're supposed to be here for each other so what i don't have you might have or when you need prayer i might be that person to pray for you but because you want to keep everything on the low i won't find out about it you lost out on prayers and i lost out on help and that, that's a big problem for me yes. that's what one of my I, issues I, are I um is secrecy and in it like you said the lineage in our family um is very very um matriarchal meaning that it falls from the women mm -hmm. so it falls from our mom even with our great grandma um may she rest in peace i remember her big mom what happens in this house stays in this house and you don't tell nobody yep. and yep. like everything and i was little but i remember what can like, i do can i can i interrupt you say something of you course this? i don't mean to like cut you off no you good but one thing i do remember is i remember mommy telling us that like what happens stays in this house what ha what what goes on this house stays, stays in, in this house. house but for some strange reason whatever happened to Eula, 
and Eula's kids or her grandkids was always out there. Everybody business. It was everybody business. It was a part oh, of yeah. And it was not because... It was not because what happens in this house stays in this house. It was because we did, we were not afraid to, to speak share. on it. We weren't afraid yeah. to, yes, to speak on and it. We, and we talked about exactly. it. Like, yeah, we going through. Like, yes. And I'm very transparent. This podcast knows that um, we did not grow up with silver spoons. No, they know we poor. were poor. Very they poor. know that we worked hard for everything that we have. Like, I'm very, very transparent. They know that love got us through. Yes. Like we didn't have anything growing up. Love got us through. Like I was talking to my kids and I was like, Yeah, lucky my mama didn't get a car until I was in high school. Exactly. And they looked at me like I was crazy. They was like, What? She just learned how to drive. I was like, my mom didn't learn how to drive. I was like, my mom didn't learn how to drive until I was in my senior year in high school. Like she was not for that, but it wasn't that I don't think it was that she didn't want to, was she couldn't afford it. Yep. And her priorities were taking care of her family, making sure her children and her grandchildren had, exactly. and that we were good. And then when she had time for herself, now I'm going to focus on me. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to so do with, me. With that, to, just to, to circle back around what you just said about that, mm-hmm. I remember when I um, got pregnant with Sincere, um, my oldest daughter, who's 22 years old, graduated from college. Um, woo, on, her woo, to, woo, on her way to grad, grad school. school yes we announced grad that school grad school um, yes yeah, so i remember when i was pregnant with her and i was very young i was 18 graduated from high school um and i, I really just to be just put out there i never looked at myself as someone who wanted to go to college but i knew i did not want to be one of those females who wants to be on welfare and mm-hmm. get food stamps assistance um long term of that things of that nature so i remember like after I had Sincere, she had to be maybe, I want to say, like, a month or two, not even two months old. And mommy's like, so this is what's going to go down. Mm-hmm. I'm quitting my job. You're going to go to work or go to school, and I'm going to take care of this baby. Mm-hmm. And and I looked at her like, she was like, no. She was like, you got to go to work. You need to make sure you make money so you can support your daughter. Mm-hmm. You're a single mother. You, you know, I'm not, I'm, she, she always wanted better for us mm-hmm. than what she had. And that's one thing I respect about her. And I know that you have that same, mm-hmm. um, you know, value about you. And so do I with my kids. I'm like, yeah, you have this, but I want you to have better yeah, than what yeah, I had. Of course. So I remember just getting up in the morning, having a two month old, month and a half old baby, getting up in the morning at five, leaving my house at five o'clock in the morning. To take two buses to be to work for seven o'clock in the morning, to getting off of work at five o'clock in the evening, and not getting home until seven p.m. at night, mm-hmm. just so I can make sure that I sub- have money to support. Yeah, and yeah, but you, the only thing that probably kept you pushing is you knew your daughter was in excellent hands. Exactly. While you if were I doing didn't have that. that support system from mom. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work, and and that and that's another thing too. Like to circle back into generational curses, a lot of people, and there are some people in our family that don't have that support system. Yeah. That's not being held down the way they should be, mm-hmm. but then want to have people talk about them. So right now, I'm gonna just give my shout out to my accolades to my aunt Kim, because shout out to Auntie Kim. She is raising two amazing incredible babies like she's helping raise i'm yes, gonna say she's yes. not doing it on her Co-parenting own as a and grandmother. as a grandmother and as a mother who lost her child mm-hmm. COVID sucks um rest in peace kiki 
um but and i'm getting emotional just thinking about it but just the fact that my aunt is putting her life and her happiness on pause so her grandkids could have and she's doing it so that their father can work to provide right, for them, for them. And we're not even gonna say her happiness and not even her happiness but her life yeah like because she's at retirement age where she should she be doing... that old yeah she is i me at no retirement age bro what's retirement Auntie... age Retirement age is older than 65. What are you talking about, boo? She almost did. No. She ain't almost did, right? <laughs> no, sir, no, sir. Oh, but she technically. I got your back, auntie. Auntie, <laughs> Wait. you hear this? I got your back. Wait, Uncle John just turned 50. Auntie, okay, so she got 10 years. She good. She's not but, at retirement age, but, but, but she's at that point in her life where well, she, she can enjoy it. Her, yeah, and doing. 55 and yeah. 50. 45. so she's at that age but she's not and she's enjoying her grandkids yes. but it's hard when you're mourning your baby and you're taking on children mm-hmm. so i give shout outs to her because most most people that's breaking a generational curse exactly. that's breaking a curse like our mama didn't do it to us our grandmama didn't do it to us but it's not to say that other people in our family did not have that happen to them exactly or know somebody whose family was like because i know we asked, oh, you had a baby. That's your baby. You gonna take That's care of it. Child. You gonna you go gonna to school. It. You gonna do this. You gonna do that. How they doing everything with no help? Exactly. And you know they're young, mm-hmm. and you just perpetuating the cycle. So generational mm-hmm. curses can be a lot of things. It can be watching, and we've witnessed mm-hmm. abuse. Yes. Physical abuse, mental, mental emu- abuse, emotional. emotional abuse. We witnessed that within our own family. I remember talking to you sometimes, like, why, why? Why is he doing that? Or why is she still staying? And why is this? Yeah. And you used to it's be like, like you, you used know. to be like, well, that's what they know. Or yeah. that's what like she's you can't move until you're ready to move. Exactly. You can't do things until you're ready to do things. And it's just gonna happen. And I was just sitting up there like, yo, as a little kid, you it, knew in your mind that that wasn't right. That wasn't right, but it made me shape how I looked at relationships. Yeah, yeah. It made me shape how I looked at relationships and everybody's relationship wasn't amazing, but, and not to go into too many details, but I've seen women in our family be mental, uh, uh, what do you call it? Physically, uh, physically abused, verbally abused emotionally. and emotionally abused. And that's within my direct lineage. And also, let's not forget sexually abused, sexually as well. abused as well. But that's the one that bothers me. Cause that's the one that everybody sweeps under the rug and i can't stand it why is it that the family the person in the family who touches the kids or you know not supposed to be looking at this person or doing that they get a pass yeah yeah they get a pass but somebody who cheated on the test you talking about them like a dog exactly why is that and then the kid has to sit there while cousin, uncle, nephew, family, friend, whoever is roaming around, around yeah. and you expect the person to be comfortable. Yeah. How am I comfortable? And y'all know what this person did mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So to talk about that as well. Generational curses, talk man. Talk about that as well. Um, you know, we, we keep it a hundred. We, yeah. we raw uncut right here, right now. Like, mm-hmm. I've been um, done from one of all the above. I've been physically abused i've been emotionally abused mentally abused and first and foremost my first form of abuse was sexual abuse from a family member who was supposed to be uh, someone who was supposed to protect me 
Mm. And um, when when that happens to you as a young child, um, like April said, you know, but the thing is with me, I don't think it was just me who I, I know it wasn't just me it was happening to. Mm-hmm. But back then it was everything was so hush, hush, hush. So I didn't tell my mom until I actually, after I had my daughter. And I begged my mom not to tell my father because my father would have been in jail for murder. But um, I don't know why I didn't tell my mom. And not only was I sexually abused by a family member, I was also sexually abused by one of my childhood friends. Well, someone I was friends Friends with with. as a child, a young child by her uncle. Mm. And when that happens to a young girl or a young boy at such a young age, it opens up so many different doors to where you think that sex is okay. You think that this person touching you is okay. It opens up a door of a life, a life that no young child should ever have to endure at a young tender age when they're supposed to be protected by these people. Mm. And that's part of generational curses as well. Yeah, definitely. Because we being 100, our mom, was also was abused sexually, sexually abused, abused by, by someone man, that was supposed to be protecting her exactly. so like it happens all along but people are so afraid to speak up and or acknowledge because they feel like either one they're gonna lose something mm-hmm. or two they're going to like the, like i don't even know how not protecting the abuser so to speak but just protecting, but the, image, protecting the abuser. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So I was thinking yeah. like protecting the abuser, but just not protecting, no. protecting the child. Kind of, it's kind of weird because it's like they want to protect the child from being, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Able, not criticized, but it's like stereotyped or ostracized. Yes. But no, my thing, what I'm saying is they protect shame. Yeah. Yeah. Or shame. But they protected the abuser but protected the abuser like oh okay so I like there's an excuse oh he did it well you know his life ain't right and, yeah, 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 and yeah. no wrong yeah. is wrong and it's not only men because women do it too exactly women do it too we are not um exempt I, at this at all so, women women do it yes because we met a young lady and um not giving no names we don't just yeah. that information but we met a young lady recently and um, she basically was giving her testimony um, and she was basically just saying that she was molested by her own mother. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, her own mother sexually molested her for years. Not only her own mother, but her her uncles as well. So her, her whole family her passed whole her family down. basically was just passing her around. And for her, and, and, it's, and that's a form of a generational curse because her mother also had different issues in her life as well. Mm-hmm. So for me, my generational curse, it, it stimulates more so from generational, like we said, passed mm-hmm. down from generations beforehand. But my, a, a different form of curses that I also have um, dealt with mm-hmm. as a- Or experience. Experience, de- no, dealt in experience. Um, as a child, I always knew that there was something different about myself. I also knew there was something different about me growing up as a young adult. She used to be a man. No, 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 no,
Yeah. So, so yeah. So I just experienced. Sorry, April. I yeah. just experienced those things. Um, and and to have like people come up to you, people have came up to me, re- more so more recently as as up as uh maybe a couple of years ago, I had maybe like four to five different people come up to me in the streets that didn't know me from a can of paint, and tell me certain things about me, or tell me like you have a you have a, a curse. Oh, somebody did something to you because you are a good person, Ebony, and they know that you're happy and they wanted no one to ever love you. And they their goal was anybody who ever loved you hmm. or love you, they wow. wanted to take it away from me because they were jealous of how uh-huh. they see of who, who you were, who I were, just as a happy person. Mm. And that has affected me for affected me for so many years throughout my that's so sad like you coming in to steal my well first of all we all know that the devil comes in different forms forms and shape, it, sizes and everything but you kid. you come in and you steal my joy you trying to take my life if you really knew what i dealt with endured every day through the whole thing do you really want that exactly like you coming in because you see the outer me and you see huh. the nice me and you see the April or the Ebony that we give y'all, but if you seen the meat, potatoes, and bones of April and Ebony, do you want you that? Really want, you really, do uh, you really how, how want about, how that? About this one, how about having someone who's very close to you telling you that they're jealous of you and you telling them, look, don't be jealous of me. Why? Mm. Don't don't be jealous Mm-mm. of me. But this person is... Uh, <clears throat> I ain't gonna give us all that. But this person is telling I'm jealous of you. This person is telling I'm jealous of you. I want your life. Mm-mm. No, you don't. Do you know what I go through on a daily basis? Babe? First of all, do you know what and I then, endure? Oh, wait, no. Exactly. Mm. And then, then not only go from that, I said, listen, jealousy grows into envy. Mm. Okay? This envy. person went from je- being jealous of me to envying me to the point to where it went to hatred. And that's bad. And that's so bad. And oh, I had to tell this so person, much. if you want my life, you take it. You won't be able to walk a freaking minute in my shoes. Trust and believe me. What I've been through, you won't be able to handle it. It's just it. It's sad because it makes you wonder, like, like why though? Yeah, for no reason. But why? And and you know what? It brings it to the, like you can be the richest person in the world and have all the wealth and mm-hmm. all the love and all the kindness, but you could look at somebody else's life and be like, yo, mm. I want that. I want that. And guess what? And they could be poor, struggling, but they happy. That's what, you know what? You know what happens when they say they want that? That's not really them talking. Mm. That's not but demonic spirits talking. Talking like, I'm coming in this, I'm coming coming to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. I'm coming. I'm coming into you. And you got to be careful. You Mm got to be careful. You got to be careful. It's it's a lot to deal with. And it's so much more to unpack this conversation. It's great. You guys, we're going to go pay some bills and take a quick break, and we will be right and we're back we're back we're back thank you for joining us um so i got a question what's that babe how do you break generational curses like like and i'm gonna give you an example and then you could come to you can respond so for example we know to break the generational curse of secrecy you got to start speaking you got to be vocal Mm -hmm. you have to be an advocate for yourself and for others but how do you break like a generational curse as far as like molestation meaning as in somebody experiencing molestation how do you break that or abuse or emotional abuse or what steps do you take within yourself to heal from that because i don't think 
if you can't break it, you got to heal from it. Exactly. Because you can't let it overpower your life. Mm-hmm. So how how do you do that? So I, you know what, the, and I'm now I'm all tongue tied, and I don't really, really, really know what to say because it's very hard. Um, as far as like when I say breaking generational curses for molestation, um, me having a daughter, even my sons, mm-hmm. um, as smart children, as babies, I always made sure that um, they, they didn't stay in anybody's houses. I, I didn't trust anybody. Everybody's suspect. So um, as far as like breaking that curse, mm-hmm. I don't know if you would, I would consider that as breaking a curse um, as far as molestation. But for me, I'm just very, I, I was very overprotective, overbearing. Okay. I wouldn't allow my children to stay at anyone's houses unless mm-hmm. it was their grandmother, you, yeah, you know, I got auntie. You. you know, it had to be very close family members. I mean, trusted family members. And you best believe when my kids came home, they was getting grilled what? to the T. And mm-hmm. my kids never really stayed over at anyone's houses until they were way older. And they still really don't Yo, to this day. My 15 year old be like, Ma, can I go? No. Nope. What? Nope. Huh? Nope. My Who? kids, my kids only stay at nah. my 17 year old, my 15 year old only stay at his auntie Vika house, <laughs> his auntie April house. Like let's, grandma. like let's be real. The only place my kids ever stayed at was my sister's houses. And that's yeah. it. My kids don't even have friends stay over. Family members can stay, but your friend can't yeah, stay at my you house. Never know what, like I'm all set. You never know. But as far as like breaking generational curses, I just feel like um the best thing to do is just stay positive, pray with prayer. Mm-hmm. If you are a believer, if you are a believer in God, a higher power, Buddha, Buddhism, or whatever, even you, you know, you have to have some type of spiritual ground, grounding. Yes, spiritual mm-hmm. background that you can um go to. Um, you just have to do a lot of prayer and you just have to do a lot of forgiving. That's an important one. Forgiving. Because if you now, now I've never experienced molestation. Mm -hmm. Um, I recall a time where I was close to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was little and you pretty much saved me. Really? Like you saved me, and you might not remember the moment, but I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'm pretty sure I can. So well, you saved. You know, I have a, you, I have a, I have you, a memory like an elephant. I remember things when I was like six months old. You, That's one thing that always scared mommy about. Yeah, you saved me, and I was just like, wow, like. And you always, you always though always protected, protected me. I, even yeah. as a little girl, like I remember, they used even to be as a like, teenager. yeah, like my whole life, they used to be like, oh, hey, your you sister, think? your sister mean, like she don't let you do nothing, nope. she don't let you go nowhere, can't know. Like I had two friends that could come over and stay the night, sit and carry, and Natalie, and Natalie, and Natalie. Mm-hmm. Everybody else it was like, who, what, where, why? No, and then later on, it became Shalisha. Yeah. But it was, it was one of them things where it was like, nah, my sister ain't letting me go over there. My sister going to Hartford. I can't go to Hartford with her. Uh -uh. My sister doing this. Nah, I can't do that. Like, y'all don't know my sister. Remember when you used to want to, like, follow me behind? And she used to yell at me. And she used to be like, no, you don't need to. And we're not that much um, in difference in age. No, but it was, I was your little sister. And you used to always always tell me that, like, no, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to protect you. I always told you that. I have to protect you. And I remember when I was little. I mean, you just always protected me. But then I was like, yo, she mean. Like, at some point when I started getting old, I was like, yo, this chick is mean. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. this. And then, that. and then when the protection turned into fights, 
Yeah. It was something different. And mommy was like, look. Take it outside. Get out of my house with that. You better go in that backyard of that basement. Scrap. Make it do what it do. And we used to scrap Yo, I like, mean, like for throw real. punches at each other's face. I mean, not punches to where we made each other. Nah, bleed, we used to scrap but though. But just like to make sure, like, I already knew April was tough. Like, she used to fight when I used to be on Main Street. We lived on Main Street. And I was mm. a little hot ass in the hallway. In the hallway, <laughs> trying to be kissing up with my so called boyfriend or whatever. And I'm outside and fighting. And outside fighting. And I get in trouble because. Why are you not watching your sister? Your sister out here beating this bitch ass. Like, <laughs> your sister out here beating this bitch ass. I'm like, she won though. That's all that matters. She ain't get beat up. For real. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get what do you call it back then? Tongue kissing. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tongue kiss. And, and I'm outside fighting. And then she used to come outside like, what you doing? Let's go. Nope. And I should be like. And then I have to jump in there and do whatever. Yeah. yeah but I just, like, I, I was a fighter. You. You, I always protected you. But mommy was. When it got into that that's that age yeah. where me protecting her, she started like being resentful towards me as looking looking at me as I was mean. Yeah, I was like, I don't lie, I ain't talking to her. She mean. Yeah, like, she was like, Oh, my mom be like, Oh, Ebony, I'm not talking like, to I'm, her. And I'm like, yo, what, what's wrong with you? And it's like she was like, You just oh, you rude. You, it's not that I'm rude. <laughs> I love you. Like, I like, love you. Like her friend would come over at the time. <laughs> her friend would come over and I'd be trying to be in the room. Bye, April. Bye. Get, and I used to be like, yo. Because there was no reason. Your, I, if I was like 15, uh, if I'm like 15, 14, 15, there's no reason why my 11, 12 year old sister needs to be hearing what our Well, you shouldn't be talking about nothing no, like that. No, I'm saying, just saying in general. Hey, well, your so friend was a hot ass. Like, and I was probably too. No, but I had, I had a boyfriend. Yeah, but I used but, to be like, I used to be like, mom, like she ain't leaving. How long is she gonna be here? For? It was just that I wanted to I always wanted to shelter my sister from that generational curse. I didn't and want she her, did. I and didn't she want did. her to have to go down the same walks of life that I went down and the things that I had to endure. So I felt like I had to be extra super protective over her. Like, no, no. And then and she was. And then once I think I think it was like after I had Sincere. Like when I moved out. When it I'm got like, worse. No, no, not after I had sincere. Yeah. No, not really. Yes, because that that's when I got my first boyfriend and mommy got crazy and would be like, Yeah, I can't go past the couch. Yep. And you used to come and sit with her and advocate that bullshit like it was cool. Because it was cool. It was cool. Ev. It, if Cecilia I'm on, wasn't even born then at that time. No, Cecilia either. was born. Oh, she was? Yes, she was. Okay. I'm well, on the front porch. Cool. Y'all in the living room. I'm in the living room. Y'all in the kitchen. kitchen. I'm on the back porch. Y'all in the kitchen. kitchen. Like, are you yeah, serious? Definitely. You know why? Because look, mommy yeah. gave me too much. That mom, was it. I love my mom. But my mom, and I was a little, when I was growing up, when I was like in my teen, early teenager years, like not a preteen teenager, I was wild as hell because I felt like I was grown. I wanted to run the streets of Hartford. That's when all the games was out the top. Oh, yeah. Up, and and then... All you used to hear was shooting. And I'm supposed to be over here at my friend house, but we actually walking up and down Garden Street, Barber Street, Edger Street. Like we yes, doing some man. wild, stupid stuff that I stupid stuff that we didn't even supposed to do. So I think that when I got a boyfriend, this is like a little wild. Yeah, I might I might like don't don't judge me. Don't judge me. I don't and if y'all do, I don't give a fuck. 
But um, <laughs> oh yes, everybody and you can't you can't play in. And if you tell your story, you're not victim to your past. Exactly. And can't nobody hold exactly. you accountable for things you that I, you're telling people. I, res- I respect the things that I want. I low key had a crush on your first boyfriend. Yeah. Well, so, I don't even know so, if he yeah. was your first boyfriend. That was, no, that was I, his real boyfriend. Yeah, I had a crush on him, and I used to say in my head, like, Jesus, just let him come out the bathroom with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, and mommy used to be like, why are you standing in the hallway? If I knew he was in the bathroom in the shower, oh I was God. standing in the hallway because he would you come out the bathroom. So at that and age, I was basketball young. shorts, I was and young. I'm like this. I was young, and I was so <laughs> wild as like a preteen early teenager, I met a, a, a young man when mm-hmm. I was like 12, almost 13. You was that young? I was that young. Yes, because he was there when I got my period. Yes. And I was, I was that young. I was like 12 or 13. I met a young man and he Dang. became like my first boyfriend or whatever. And he actually, he was older than me. He was a, I was in middle school. He was in high school. He no. actually slowed me down a lot as far as um, hanging outside, not coming. I, Cause I, I used to hang outside. My mother used to say, Ebony be in the house at nine. Ebony wasn't walking through the door until like three in the morning. Like for real, for real. Like for real. Like he could have went like, to jail. Like I'm grown. If he wasn't. I wasn't dating him at this time. What oh, this is when y'all was just friends. No, no, no. I'm just saying how he slowed me down. Oh, I like, was about to start. used to be like, oh, Ebony be in the house at nine and then, or 8 30, whatever. Yeah, mom, be at Renita's house. I ain't come home until like three in the morning. If I came home, I'll call him and be like, mom, stand at Renita's house. And we'd be walk, roaming the streets of Harvard, mm-hmm. drinking freaking beer. Like, we grown and stuff. Like, oh my God. Like, beer. Beer. Like, like drinking Henny, no E and J. I'm sorry, E and J. I'm like, try, I'm trying to smoke a cigarette. I don't even smoke cigarettes to this day. Trying to be cute, smoking a cigarette, choking. And, um, and, and I wouldn't pay anything. And then Renita, and actually, Renita introduced me to um, this guy because she was dating his friend or whatever at the time. And he actually like used to help me with my homework. Started like picking me up from the bus stop, like walking me home from the bus stop, coming over. So mommy seeing a difference in me as far as like slowing me down. Mm. So, and don't judge my mother because y'all come from my mother. It's going to be on and popping because she's not here to, to defend herself. <laughs> they ain't stupid. She ain't here to defend herself. My listeners Trust ain't me, stupid. I, 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 when it comes to my family, I don't play. Okay. Okay. Calm down, killer. <laughs> she's like, Calm <laughs> down, killer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so yeah. my mother started letting this young man, we, we dated him. for a long time. Like she started letting him stay at the house with me. Mm-hmm. Like anything to keep her daughter in the house, which was him. It wasn't like it was a bunch of different random. It was just him. him? <laughs> it was him for updated him from the time I was like twelve to like sixteen and a half, almost seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I was nine because yes. I remember y'all was there the morning of my birthday when I got my period. Yeah, for the first time. And I woke y'all up. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and I ran and woke y'all up. And you was like, nah. And I was like, Emily, yes, sir. And he was like, maybe she did. And you was like, no, she only nine. And I was <laughs> well, like, because I don't want to be like at nine and a half. Yeah, and I was like, no. And yeah. then you were going to the bathroom and go, let me see. Yeah. Let I you see. see. Wipe again. Wipe again. Let me see. I want to make sure. And she was like, hey girl and 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 i re- I remember that y'all two was the first two people i told because i woke y'all up early in the morning yeah i remember yeah. but but that just that just helped me like stay off of the he kept you on the straight, and narrow, the straight but, and narrow but when i started getting older fine. yeah okay, then whatever anywho 
um, when I started getting older and um, like I started developing into like a young, you know, mm-hmm. you know I always was petite when I was younger, petite with a waist and all that stuff. But when I started like blossoming with like curves and I was, I ain't had no titties, y'all. I still don't have no titties, got a little titties, but my butt compensate for it, but whatever. Um, when I started like becoming a little bit more curvaceous and, you know, like starting to grow into myself, he started getting like possessive and crazy, but he has his own demons that he was dealing with as well. Mm-hmm. And he started getting possessive and crazy. And I'm young. So you at a young teenager don't know how to be faithful. You don't know, you like you're gonna flirt with boys, boys gonna talk to you. Mm-hmm. You in high school, I'm in high school, boys flirting with me. He's like uh no, he was like the number one wrestler in the state of Connecticut for mm-hmm. Weaver. You know what I mean? So he had girls on him. The guys started like noticing me. And I'll never forget I had um my the boy that I was in the hallway with mm-hmm. when he was out there fighting yeah. on Main Street, used to still we still was friends, and he um had hit me up. And he had called, that's house phones back then. Oh, yeah? And I, we in my little twin size bed. And he called the phone or whatever. And he answered the phone. And he gave me the phone. I'm sleeping. I'm like, hello? And you know how I used to click the phone over y'all like somebody on the other line? Because I heard what I, I heard. I'm like, yo, I hear what I think I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Click, click, click. Man, this man went crazy on my behind, y'all. He went downstairs. And I heard the, the drawer in the kitchen open like... And mommy and daddy used to keep all them knives and mm-hmm. big knives. Shing, 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 Our family was cookers. They we, they cooked all the time. I he grabbed the knife. I was like, you. It's like the movies. Like you hear everything. Like, like I heard. <laughs> I'm upstairs, and daddy Bill must have heard it as well. Mm. So he heard the commotion. This dude grabbed me at the bed by my ponytail and was dragging me downstairs, trying to bring me in the basement with a knife to my throat. And my stepdad that saved me. He opened the door. He was like, what are you doing? Like, what the hell are you? He was going to kill me. Because like, I just want to talk to her. <laughs> talk to me in the basement? In the basement? No sway, <laughs> homie. I can only no imagine. No sway. And we are on topic, but I can only imagine. What would have happened? What would have happened? If daddy didn't come downstairs, no sway, homie. If daddy didn't wake up and come out the room, yeah, that would have been. Had me by my ponytail with that knife to my throat. That was it. I probably wouldn't even be here to tell this story today because it was crazy. He he, he was crazy over me. And yeah, he was crazy over you. And and I was young. I was like what, 16, 15? I don't know. Yeah, but anywho, I just know that was a no sway, homie. Anywho, so when I start realize like I gotta get out of this situation, I got that situation. And you know the rest is history. So we, you know, we talking. That's funny though. That's it's funny now. I can laugh at it now, but back you can laugh then. No, no, but hold on. Another, another note. I never forget. Daddy stayed up with him because it was a school night. It was a Sunday. We, I had to go to school the next morning. He stayed up he all stayed night. Stayed up with him? all morning to like five o'clock in the morning in the basement, talking him off the edge in the basement. <laughs> no, in the basement. Yo, Daddy, the rocket chairs. Remember the rocket chairs? Yes. Basement. You see, I did like that. That's right. <laughs> Daddy for the win. Shout out to you, Daddy. Daddy for the win. Yo, Daddy Bill used to say some crazy shit to people. Oh my god. I used to be like, okay, so this is embarrassing. I can't say some of the stuff he said. Yeah. No, because I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. But when you when you used to piss me off. Maybe I'm gonna tell me to smile, girl. No. My friends is over your ass is walking around in a fucking dress. Oh my god. Yo, I used to be so embarrassed. 
So my dad used to be like wearing my mama's house. He dress. used to wear my mama house dress, yo. He loved my mama dirty drawers. He used to wear her house dresses. He would wear his her dirty drawers on his head. And that's not about that state them. Okay, okay. That's why I was about to get killed at 15. Yo, I remember I never forget my friends is over. My best friend. Oh my god. And he used to come down the stairs and get to the bottom of the stairs and fart. Yo. With a dress on and like wave the fart. Yo, oh. I used to be so embarrassed. I used to be like, Ma, keep your husband upstairs. That's when he was her husband. That's when, when he was her husband. Mad, when she get mad, it's not daddy. It's, it's your husband. husband. I'm like, yo, keep your husband upstairs. Whatever he want, oh just call God. me. I'll bring Lord. it to him. Like, why is he coming out? He used to do that shit purposely. Yeah, he, he did. He did not care. Yeah, he did. And then you what used to make me mad is he turn around like, what? What's wrong with you? Yep. Nigga, you got on a dress. You don't got on no drawers. <laughs> no boxes. No boxes. You're just swinging. Swinging. <laughs> swinging. Yo. Yo my dad. On. My family was, my parents were open sexually. Like, oh my, my dad more than my mom. Like, my no, mom. mom used to get up there. <laughs> my mom was a freak. But my mom was a freak. But my dad oh, used to be the one to say the shit. Like, you don't have to tell me what y'all in there about to the do, dude. just did, oh. or is going to go do when you when we get back home. Like, keep that shit oh. to yourself, no, my dude. Minute, hold on, real quick. Nah. Remember back in the day when he was younger, when we know they in the room doing what they do, and then here come mommy, come out the bathroom to go get the hot rag. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, I don't want to talk to you for the next 20 Yo, to 30 don't minutes. Say nothing You're me. in timeout. Like uh, I'm putting I'm putting you in timeout. You got put in timeout by your kid. Man, I miss her. Oh, mama. I miss her too. I miss my mama. My mom My mama was a freak yes. to the core. Even on her last day on this earth, her and my daddy, we leaving out the house. He put that period on. And he said, come down. He said. You still bleeding? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then you know what my, but you know what my mama response was? Mm. Y'all ready for this shit? Mm-hmm. But my mouth not. Bitch, what? Yo. What? Yes. And I, and I just, I, I just took, I just, Yo, well, yes. I took my niece and I walked to the car. I was like, come on, sister, let's go. Like, <laughs> Yo. you nine years old, you don't need to hear this. She was seven. seven. She's seven. Let's Yo, go. Like, I remember what? asking him, asking him, because you know when. When somebody passed away and they got a, a, a significant other, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, you always want to know, like, what was your last moments with that person? Like, was y'all arguing? I asked him, I was like, that, you know, I have a question. I was like, how was mom with you? How, because how, I knew they was in a kind of off the yeah, spot. Because right. daddy was trying to get his life together. And yeah, like that. yeah. But they always loved each other. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, that, like, what was your, your last day, like, today or last night? Was she mad at you? Was she, <laughs> ang- was she angry with you? And he was like, nah. He's like, she was actually on period. I said, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I stood him right there. I said, stop. Uh-uh. <laughs> I said, stop. Too much information. I said, I already know. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me no more. She was actually on period, but we still got it. You know, uh-huh. know that I'm good. Don't. I'm telling you. When my mama said that, I just walked out the kitchen onto that little back porch. Man, the back porch. Yeah, yeah, the Come on, sister, let's go. Like, mean your mouth not. Like, <laughs> okay yeah. mama i don't want to i don't want to and we got in the car and she was like you grown and started the car that was the end of that conversation that told me to shut up and mind my business 
That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I asked good. no more questions. From Enfield to Hartford, we did not talk. <laughs> okay? Quiet. Oh my Cricket. God, Jesus. Let me tell you. Yeah. I know we kind of got off the top. That's all right. It's okay. But, but That's what we do love. here. This is all love. And it's a part of it because <laughs> within this, there are stories there that brought through generations. Like a generational curse is an early relationship that boiled down. Mommy had her first kid at 15. 15? 16? 15. That's a generational curse. Her mother had her first kid, which was mommy, at 15? 16 yes yeah, young, young, like 15 young. 16 that's another generational curse actually, actually you know what like i waited three years later than them <laughs> girl i got you i waited till i was 26 yeah, you did i had to i broke that generational yeah, broke curse that listen you broke yeah. a lot of curses i broke that generational curse that's how we're a baby who wait not april i was like y'all gotta go to kids parties not me mm-hmm. okay i'm getting on the plane I ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things. That's a generational curse that people don't look at. But then if you look at it, be like, my mom had me early. My mom's mom had her early. Like this person had this person early. It's it's something to be seen there mm-hmm. that people don't pay attention to. So all I'm trying to point out to my soul speakers, I call my listeners soul speakers. <laughs> okay. So what I'm trying to point out to my soul speakers is, you might have generational curses that you don't know are generational curses. For for example, you could be a closet drinker or smoker. Yeah. And you can see you can see that maybe your dad was a closet smoker. Yeah. He was stressed and he would smoke or he wouldn't smoke outside the house because he didn't want people to see him smoke or whatever. And then you could take that on or you can see that your grandfather did that or this person did so that or that person did that. Says, what you're saying is generation, yeah. what we're saying yeah. is um Generational curses doesn't have to be so much more demonic. It doesn't always have to be necessarily something that's demonic, demonic or tragic, time, or tragic. But a lot of times, number one, they are demonic mm-hmm. or um, um, black witched or um, mm-hmm. what are they? Uh, they, they most of the time those are yeah. generational curses. But also generational curses could be something like April was like closet, to, uh, closet drinkers, or neglect. You know, like yes. you work so hard that you didn't pay attention to your kids so because your you, kids have kids, kids and, and they, they don't the pay attention thing. to their kids and yeah. their kids have kids and they don't pay yeah. because they're too busy trying to provide the life that they're missing out on the love. Yeah, exactly. So it's all a part. It may not be like my sister said, it may not have been as rough as or as traumatic as ours was, but a generational curse can be anything. Yeah. I got one that, like, I know a lot of people in my family battle. Alcoholism. Obesity. Yeah. This person was overweight. Their kids are overweight. Mm-hmm. Their kids are overweight. And it may not even be obesity. It could be bad eating habits. It could be uh, bad lifestyle habits. We have people <laughs> in our family who suffer from alcoholism, drug abuse. Yeah. Alcoholism more so rampant like i seen like don't get me wrong when i was little it was fun they live um, laughing dancing to music hanging out got us in here laughing dancing to music but what i There's noticed a between a, a, having a good time and drinking and, drinking and, abusing, and it. abusing it but i noticed that my mother didn't do that in our house no she she used to drink but no 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 she, she didn't have no, the world no, in our house no, is no, what i'm saying no, no you never had a bunch of we didn't have the word. Only, we would go over there yeah. and then go home. Yeah. But Every we would once not, in a blue moon, we maybe, have a few people. But not but the world. Never, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and and not to throw salt to nobody or shame. Yeah, because it's, like it's it's how we grew up and it shaped us into who we are. But at the same time, it's like you got to take from things what you want in life. Like it's like I, this is how I compare life and generational curses. My life is my life. Bam, and and compared to a bunch of rocks, right? And sorting through, and it's like, oh, these are pretty and ugly and bruised. The pretty, the pretty ones is might be the the hardest stuff, and the bruised ones may be the ones you got to work for, but the reward is better at the end. Yeah. So everything that shines and is pretty doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you. True. And that's how I look at life. Like I knew from from just from watching things, I knew that wasn't no man or woman going to be able to talk to me any type of way, and I was going to deal with it because I see my aunts deal with that. I see my cousins deal with that. I knew that there, I wasn't going to really allow. And some of it I could control and some of it I didn't. Yes, you know. You're going to have arguments. Yeah, arguments and this and that. And things happen, but it wasn't to where it was like, he knocking me upside my head. No, I knew that that was not going to happen. I'm going to be the one knocking somebody upside Exactly. Or like drinking so bad to where you pass out. I knew that that wasn't going to be my life. My kids would never see me fall down, knock over drunk. Like, I okay, so I'm 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 the family clean one, and it's so weird because I got nephews in their twenties. Shout out to my nieces and my nephews, and they make fun of me because they be like that one family member that don't smoke and mess up a session. That would have been me <laughs> all the time, and then they all tag me on Facebook like Ani, and then put my name, and it's me well, because Ebony, now, but Ani, Ani, Ebony, Ani you Ani are now. you are reformed. You used yes. to be a pothead with the best be. of them. Yes. Um. But that but wasn't that's all me. all about growing up. Yeah. And, and, that, knowing, and wanting different for yourself. Yeah, and that wasn't me. But they used to, like, my nephew Vernon, I love him. Honey, you never smoke weed. Like, never? I remember, yes. Like, I, you never tried. I never used to. And I'm like, when I used to smoke back in the day when we were, when we was teenagers and stuff mm. like that. And I'll be like, if you ever, that's the threat ever. Like, if you ever, <laughs> if I ever see you smoking weed or taking a drink of liquor, like, I really, Anything. I, I think I put more fear into my system. But on the other hand, Bobo made me an alcoholic. You ain't no alcoholic. No, no, no. I mean, he, he used to like. Give it to you? Yeah. Like, we used to go to school and have alcohol in the water bottle in high school. Oh, I never knew that. See? You wasn't in high school with us. No. Bible, Andre, um, all of them. Yeah, I'm putting all of y'all on blast. Ricardo, all of them used to have well, water bottles. That's, I mean, that's but that was what stuff. they did. And yeah, I, but I, mean, I was a little freshman. Like, was, what's that? Was in the bathroom doing acid. Yeah. Well, you used to go <laughs> oh, to the bathroom fucking oh, heck no. Molly or yeah, kicking, yeah. I mean, back then was a Molly. It was ecstasy. Whatever Or, you know, was. smoking crack or, you know. I couldn't even tell like, you what it was back in the day because I was too busy beating bitches' asses. I'm telling you I was a fighter. Um... I used to fight in the cafeteria all the time. Kevorkian used to be like, oh. Hello, Mr. Kevorkian. Yo, you know he's still at Connor? No, he's not at Connor. He at Sedgwick. Shouts out to Dr. Kevorkian at Cedric Middle. Nah, he was crazy. Like, oh. I love Dr. Kevorkian. And he used to like me. Yeah, he liked you. I don't know how come. He didn't like me. And I was the good one. I never forget you, my first day. My first day of freshman year, he walked up to me and was like, "I know who you, you are. are me and you're Mark. you're those lo- you're that long sister." And I was like, "He was like, I'm watching no, you." you know and I'm like, it wasn't even bad for me at um, like at Connor, um, like I was more quiet, quiet girl. Yeah. Um, at Connor because I was more so intimidated because of the upper class. Classmen, yeah. <clears throat> and I had a boyfriend that was in high school but went to Weaver. 
but I remember being in Spanish class and one of my boyfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend was a senior at Connor and she, I ain't going to say her name, but she was real like, you know, pretty, like um, mean girls. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Or um, be- like Beverly Hills type, like mm. the scarves type. The ro- and one of the- And that was the style then? Yeah, the scarves around the neck, neck or whatever. And I'm a freshman or whatever. And they was like, oh, that's um such and such um girlfriend. And then I remember her looking back at me like, huh? <laughs> that little girl? And I was like, oh, watch my glow up game, boo. Watch <laughs> my glow up game. Watch. So it wasn't with Connor that I was, I was quiet at Connor. It was Cedric Middle that that I used to beat. pop off. Yeah, remember you beat Mike. I beat up that, that boy. That boy. Uh, my sister, black B, black bitch, and, and she I beat made him up. Her, I, I, oof. she beat him up in the cafeteria. I made him call you what? A beautiful black queen. Yep. Yep, and I am a beautiful black yes, queen. You are, Even though when I was little, you know, people paid for my lips and all of that, like the lips that I have now that they made fun of. Now I bet you half them chicks got them and they injected them in their face. <laughs> um, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, okay, Sarah, Sarah, what goes around comes around. Black women, are, Sarah, Sarah. black women are always in. We were always winning. Yeah. We it was just a point in time where we didn't recognize. This was fun. We were. Sis. I have to definitely come this and join. Yeah, Eb, so this was a great time. I definitely. love having you on. I'm going to have to have you on again. Most definitely. Sorry, Tiffany. Tiffany wanted to join us for Generational Curses. Oh, Maybe she- next time. We could do another. Because I feel like we, we talked about Generational Yeah, but curses, we didn't get but into, we didn't into it. Into but <clears throat> we can get real. But that's what podcasts are. Like, yeah. you start and you stop. And I'm not, I don't believe in, like, sticking to the book. I'm a no. free form flow and let things go. The way they go. The way they go. I just, you know, want to let y'all know to look out for Deanna's creation coming in 2022. Most definitely. Me and my sister. On your mind. That's my sister, guys. And she about to keep going. See, she go. Yeah, I know I'm not about to do it. Nothing about singing the blues. Oh, sister, have I got news for you? I'm something. I hope you know that you're something too. (laughs) (laughs) Shake your shimmy. Okay, 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 okay. Nope. Thank you guys for listening. I'm a big senior. I love being a fool. And, 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 you know, y'all already know what it is with me. But um, I do want to just give a recap really quickly and shout out Nadia. Um, her event made it to the news over the weekend. Did you see it on no, NBC? I did not see it. So Nadia launched a soft place to land showcase, and it was amazing. I was honored and blessed to be the host. There were so many amazing, talented people. There was Hydro 860. Tang sauce. Um, oh gosh, it's so many of them. I can't even think of all their names right now. Um, Banga Official. It was hosted by DJ Michelle B. That's what's and um, what's um, 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 what's his name? DJ Easy. Oh, that is not his name. I don't know, but we know that. Yeah, a lot of it was a lot, a lot of, of people. Great, it was great. great. And great then, ready for this? So, Michelle B, real quick, side note, guys. Michelle B. Oh, Michelle B. Oh, Michelle B. Okay, okay. So, Michelle B sung a song, and she needed somebody to do the third verse. My girl, Aisha, jumped up there and did the third verse, and they did a collabo live in front of everybody. It was amazing. Like, 
This event was so good. There were such good vendors there. It was yeah, you had a next time art by Nia, um, Studio A60, amazing dancers, Ebony, like everything about this performance. Bobble cry. Really? Bobble cry. When Nadia was performing her poetry, there was not one dry eye in the house. It was just amazing. So, Nadia, I am so super, super, super proud of you. Any other event you ever need, I am there for you. You know, I got your back. I'm your supporter. You're number one from the beginning. When you told me about a soft place to land to the launching, I said, you need me to host. I'm there. I got you. Um, I represented for All Talk Soul Speaks, had on my shirt, put some little um, merch out, business cards for the people. Like, it was just an amazing event. So if you guys get a chance, I think it's on YouTube. Maybe. I don't know. Nadia, let me know if I'm right or I'm wrong. Um, so it's called A Soft Place to Land. It was on the news. I'll show you the clip, Ebony. Please do. It was on the news. Um, it was just great. It was just it was just an amazing well, event. You know what? Nadia, shouts out to you and all uh, the amazing artists that was there and performers. Artists. It was so, so like, yo, you had to see it. Yeah, I can't um, wait till the next time, Nadia. Yeah, we we we're coming back stronger than ever. Um, if you guys Need me soul speakers? Any questions? Got a question from all my soul speakers that are listening. Generational curses. How do you get over them, break them, or even have the uncomfortable conversation about talking about them? Hit me up. Okay. All talk soul speaks at gmail.com. That's a good one, yeah, right? That's a good one. You can also reach out to me via through April. Yes, we're, we're available. So Facebook. Instagram, alltalksoulspeaks.com, alltalksoulspeaks.com. We need to get into like the healing process. Yeah. Like, different we, things that you could do for your home. We or, could come back. We yeah, could come back. Part two, Generational Curses. It's going to be amazing. I love you guys. Be blessed. Be blessed. Any final words, Eb? No, I just want to tell you guys thank you for supporting my sister. Um, Just keep in tune for new content. And uh, we'll be around with much more to come. So please listen in, tune in, share, 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 like and share and pass it and on. And love us. And, and we love, love you. us. And DMS Creations is coming 2022. We love you guys. Later. Later. Bye. Bye.